Fight University episode two going over UFC two twelve uh just took place last night on June the third. Uh for a card that did not have many big names in it, it performed pretty well for the most part. Was not disappointing, not disappointed at all for sure. Uh, the first fight on the prelim card, Brian Keller versus Erie Alcantara. Uh, that was Keller's first venture into the UFC. And, uh, you know, he showed out pretty well against top-notch competition in Alcantara. Uh, ended up submitting a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt on his first go-around in the UFC. So that's pretty impressive, if you ask me. In Brazil. Like in the, you Brazil. Know. Let's add that. In so, Brazil as well. Yeah, that's that was a pretty big one. That was an awesome fight. He actually wins uh the you know, fifty thousand dollars uh performance of the night bonus on that one. Brian Kelleher. Uh looked real good doing it as well. And uh, you know, Iri Alcantara goes for the takedown kinda late into the first round, uh leaves his neck exposed a little bit, kinda falls into it, and Brian Kelleher just wraps that up real quick and uh, you know, must have been real tight because Erie tapped right away, and I mean he, he wasted no time on yeah, the tap. Yeah, that was that was that was a real good important, real good performance from uh, Brian Kelleher in his UFC debut. You know, a lot of times, you know, people get those UFC octagon jitters, and especially going to a, you know a different country. This guy's home country. Everyone's chanting, way away from home. Everyone's chanting, "You're gonna die!" And uh, you know, you Brazil kick up. Brazil has to be the worst place to go like that and, yeah and, and fight their competition you're kicking off the prelims too i mean that's a lot of pressure on you so but he performed real well it was a real good fight uh another guy that i was impressed with was uh antonio carlos jr shoe face yeah he looked uh real good against eric spicely both of those guys was sick grappling the whole time leg locks for the whole first round, just attacking the legs the entire time, both of them. Yeah, very, those dudes were just going at it on the ground constantly. Yeah, the fight was really good. Uh, you know, eventually, you know, Antonio Carlos Jr. ends up getting the back. Uh, almost takes him in the first round. You know, Eric Spicy gets out, ends up going to the second. Uh, Carlos Jr. ends up getting you know the rear naked choke in the second round, taps him out. You know, with uh, three forty nine remaining. Really good, really good show of grappling though. I mean, this just slick ass transitions. Very good, you know, jujitsu. Yeah, both guys, both guys were killing it on the ground. Even, even Spicely. Um, next fight we got is the Asensal Morales fight. Morales is how you say his name. Marlon Morales. Marlon Morales. That was a great fight. No, uh, no easy competition for Morales on his first uh, UFC debut. Uh, Asensal is is definitely one bad mofo for sure. Um, those two dudes, that was a great fight. And let's comment on how jacked Morias looked as well. He That dude was looking good. So, uh, Rafael came out and, and got the decision win on that one. Uh, he looked, you know, great. Both men stand up amazing. Um, you know, and Rafael, he just, he just pulled out on it, I guess. You know, that that's really one of those fights where it, you, it really could have gone either way at the end of it in, in my opinion yeah i thought it was real close i actually gave the the fight to marlon um but you know i could see you going either way it was a real close fight uh, i gave rounds one and three to marlon i gave rounds two to rafael sunsau um you know sunsau dropped in with an overhand in the beginning of the third uh but real quick right away marlon got up i think that's why the decision uh, a lot of the judges ended up you know favoring him somehow you know 
It was a 28-29-29-28 and a 30-27. I don't know who scored at 30-27, but, I mean, that ju- that just Somebody was drinking a little bit before the match. Yeah, that guy's not paying attention. That's ridiculous. Uh, I, hate, I hate the refs sometimes. I mean, the judges. They're, they're, they can... Some of these dudes are just terrible. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on sometimes, but I mean Marlon came out, you know, super strong in the first. I think he'd been a probably a better showcase for his skills and a better showcase to, you know, help promote him along this if the UFC necessarily didn't put him with someone like Rafael Sunstone in his first fight. Um, but I guess going to Brazil, you need to try to get more Brazilians and try to, you know, you know, get that, uh, get that market down there. But I think they, they're not doing him any favors by, you know, starting him off Definitely against not. number three, uh, you know, in the Bantamweight division guy just coming off, you know, uh, strong performances in his last few fights. Uh, but Marlon Marais, you know, hasn't lost in a few years. So I guess give him, you know, some stiff competition right away. See, you know, if he sinks or swims. I mean, I thought he did real well against Rafael Sansal, especially, you know, his oh, UFC yeah. debut as well. Uh, the, no, the, they both, both guys look great. Uh, you know, Marlon was from World Series of Fighting. It, it, you just don't get the best competition in, in other uh, organizations like that. So when you come to the UFC, it, you know, they're, like they say, you know, we keep saying stiff competition, but there's no easy fights when you get in the UFC. Everybody is, you know, for the most part is top notch. So, uh, you know, I think Marlon will do well in the UFC. I think once he, he gets comfortable and gets a couple fight, couple wins in, in the octagon under his belt, I think this guy's going to be nasty. Yeah. He's, I mean, you know, he's training partners with, you know, uh, Edson Barboza, Frankie Edgar, you know, transferring to Mark Henry. He looks a lot like Edson Barboza when he fights too. You can definitely see very, very similar traits in the way they do their stand up. Yeah, he's he's real explosive. Definitely got some awesome kicks. Uh, loves to throw some sick, threw a bunch of sick, you know, uh, high kicks in this fight. Uh, almost got Rafael a few times. Uh, nothing, nothing too clean though. But uh, very good performance in his USC debut, all things considered. I think it was a uh, you know pretty pretty close fight, and I think a lot of people give it to him. Uh, you know, he'll he'll bounce back from this, and uh, I think he'll you know continue to do well in the bantamweight division of the UFC. I wouldn't sweat it if I were him. Yeah. Um, next fight that was was a real good one on the card was the actual uh, Eric Silva versus Yancy Madero's fight. Um, you know, Eric Silva come back. You know. Had some on and off wins and losses in his last uh, last few years. You know, hasn't done as well since really, to be honest, since Usada's been around. Uh, dun 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 dun. I mean, definitely. He when he came through to the UFC, he was touted as you know that next guy and <clears throat> had some awesome performances, real good fights. Uh, hasn't looked as great as of late, but he did look real good in this fight. Yeah, him and Yancey, they, those two dudes banged it out for sure. Uh, Yancey Mendaros, that he's uh, trains with Max Holloway, two and zero for the Hawaiians tonight. But those guys, uh, they went out and they banged it out. And then Yancey, what was it? Caught him with a right hand, and then that left hook just dropped him. And once he hit the ground, that boy was on top of him. Um, questionable call, maybe. Um, it's one of those things, you know. Eric wasn't really defending himself well. Um, both Yancey, or Yancey even said in his post-fight interview that he thought Eric could continue to fight. Um, but, you know, 
it is what it is. He was getting pounded on, and you know, when you just lay there and you're getting hit in the side of the head or in the back of the head and you're not moving around, you know, there's not too much the uh, the ref can do except for pull him off. So it is what it is, and, you know, Yancey walks away with a uh, a good win and, uh, like I said, 2-0 for the Hawaiians tonight. Yeah, he uh, he looked pretty good in the fight and, uh, you know, dropped him out of nowhere in the second and just, you know, took over right from then. Uh, definitely, I thought the fight could have gone on a little bit longer, but, you know, it is what it is. The refs are there for, you know, to look after you. So I guess got to give it to that. But, and, you know, they're both fighters. He's, he's, he's in there trying to, you know, trying to win. And I uh, think he could have left a little bit longer. But if he did, I think Yancey would have, you know, just stayed on top and continued to finish him. More ground and pound. Yeah. And Yancey seems like a really, really cool dude, too. He seems like someone the, the real he really has that Hawaiian spirit about him, the Aloha spirit for sure. So yeah. good good for Yancey. I'm glad he got the win. All those Hawaiians, they seem to seem to be pretty chill guys. Him and Max seem to uh seem to be pretty cool guys to hang out with. That'd be cool. Right, train with those guys, that would be fun. Uh let's see. Boracinha versus Bangbose was next. Uh, Ooh, two, that's a mouthful right there. Two super jacked, crazy named middleweights. Super jacked. <laughs> can we can we uh, emphasize that? Super jacked. These guys are huge for middleweights. I yeah. can't believe it. They, uh, I guess somehow they've they pissed that uh, that smell test from Usada. They got the good stuff. They passed it somehow. But uh, Bangbose came out super hard in the first. You know. Uh, like a freight train gas pretty early really within a couple minutes uh scary Boracinha ended up getting some good punches against the fence got a lot of body work on him you know tired him even more softened him up uh softened him up nice second round he came out and uh you know Bimbozo is exhausted he throws a kick slips a little bit uh you know Paolo gets on top lands the punches when what there was no getting that man off top of him once he fell to the ground Paulo was was on him like wide on rise. Yeah, he, he he you know finished him off pretty pretty quickly and uh, ref called it. It was a good stoppage. You know, the the, the fight was just going to get a whole lot worse from Bobose at that point. He was exhausted. He didn't have any way to defend himself. Uh, really shocked that he actually went outside of the first round. To be honest, <laughs> not gonna the, lie. The way that dude came out so strong, man. He you, he really did have the spirit of God in him. He was God's angel warrior or whatever for sure. He uh, he came out strong. Uh, now the only decision on the card: Vitor and Nate. Man, that was a good. That on was a great card. fight. Yeah, on the, only decision on the main card. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was glad to see Vitor get the decision. You know, I thought it was a great fight. You you, you know, you're getting a good one when Nate Markart comes out. Uh, you know, he always brings it every single time. And then you know, Vitor is just classic. So you can't really go wrong with that bout. Um, I am interested to see how many <laughs> fights Vitor is going to have now because he, he said what in his post-fight interview he's going to have five more fights Yeah, when everybody thought this was the last one. Yeah, I don't know what was going on with that, if he knew what he was doing or what was going on. But you know, there was reports last week that this is his last UFC fight, this is his last MMA fight, this is, you know... And then he comes out and says, you know, no, he plans on staying with the UFC and he's got five more fights and... So I don't know if he really knows where he's at or what's going on. He, he uh, must have just been hyped on the win. I don't know. <laughs> you know, he went out to TriStar, trained with Ross, uh, this training camp. And, I mean, he looked, you know, looked yeah. all right for the most part. Tried to focus on countering. Definitely was focusing on saving his energy. Uh, didn't want to gas himself, which has been a problem in his last few fights. You know, he's got that initial crazy burst. 
Uh, but then once he gasses, he's just easy to take down and finish. And uh, keeps his hands low. Nate took him down in the first, and you know wasn't able to take him down. Didn't really go for many takedowns after that. Um, but controlled him in the first, and uh, Vitor kind of took over. Waited for the counters uh, after that. And uh, I mean, look pretty, look pretty decent for you know, forty years old and a guy who's definitely not on TRT at the moment. You know, maybe he really likes it up there at TriStar, and that's why he wants to continue fighting. I don't know, maybe so. Who knows? But I it, mean, it, it threw you know, me maybe, off. Yeah, when I saw uh, Frost in his corner, I was like, "Whoa, what is going on here?" Yeah, sw- switched some things up. You know, he's been in South Florida and Brazil most of his career, uh, but. Change is always a good thing. And for us, you're going up there with Faraz Sahabi. That is, you know, he's the goat. So it's it's that's not a bad move at all. Yeah, he's definitely one of the top one of those top coaches that you know people are searching for something. There's not really a whole lot of those super camps kind of thing. Uh, I feel like you got like American Top Teams, real big one. You know, you got Jackson Wink and uh, Faraz coming back. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think, you know, <laughs> black zillions are, are no more, apparently. Yeah, right. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, in his next fight. Next fights, I guess. He apparently has five more fights, he claims now on his contract. I don't know where he goes from here. Um, don't think he really stands a chance at, you know, contending for the belt again, especially not with his with, age. and Not with the top-level competition. With his endocrine system the way it is. But, yeah, especially with middleweight being as stacked it is, uh, as it is at the top right now. Uh, I know it's all backed up with the whole Bisping situation, but thank God we have the Robert Whitaker and Yoel Romero fight that's Ooh, booked. I cannot wait for that one. That is going to be a good one. Yeah, it's weird that interim fights are you know a common thing nowadays we're just getting left and right but i like the fight at least shit i'll take it and bring a little you know normalcy to the division again rather have that than michael bisping blocking the whole thing up well it's just gonna be weird to see what they do afterwards because bisping's still talking about gsp and gsp is still talking about bisping but if they're doing the interim fight you can't sit here and have bisping do gsp still that doesn't it doesn't it, that don't make it doesn't sense. work yeah. you if you can't how are you gonna have an interim champion when and, a champion's gonna go defend the belt against someone else that that doesn't or work like that a non-championship fight but was pointing that for gsp you know? yeah who knows where you know what happens here the ufc is just kind of in a in a clusterfuck at this point since WME has taken over. It's been a little weird uh, going for just kind of screwing the rankings and saying, you know, whatever, we'll go for these big fights if we can. And, uh, you know, Bisping versus GSP. Bisping wants it. GSP wants it. We'll see what happens. But I say GSP says, fuck Bisping. Bisping fights the winner of the interim title, and GSP and Nick Diaz go at it. That's the fight I'm calling for. <laughs> I think everyone wants G- uh, Diaz to come out too, but Diaz is waiting for that super big payday. If you oh, want. that's the super money fight, him and GSP. Yeah, we'll you know we'll see if uh, if it comes to fruition. Ever. There, there, there are it. dollar signs behind that fight right there. There, there's oh, everyone, no way there's not. Every time a Diaz, the Diaz brothers fight, you know, there's big money. They got big fans behind them. That's the that's the best right there. The two and nine crew. That's the scrap pack. Stockton. Uh, let's go. Let's go to the next fight. Let's see. Uh, Dalia versus Carolina. Kalvokovic. Kalvokovic. Uh, you did a better job than I. 
Yeah, I think. I don't know. I don't speak Polish very well, so that's just my attempt. I probably butchered it, but I'm sorry. With an axe. Uh, but, man, I thought last week when we talked about this fight that Claudio was going to have the upper hand having it be a three-minute or three-round fight. Sorry. Uh, but, shit, she didn't need those three rounds. Even yeah. She came out super strong and, you know, just took her down, controlled, she controlled her, and... Uh, Carolina went to, you know, give up her back pretty much to try to roll over and just man, got just got caught real quick. Yeah. You know, Claudia came out and got that rear naked choke and finished her shit, you know, with within the first couple minutes of the fight. I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't. I I I wanted Carolina to win so bad. I was I had my blinders on. And when Claudia sunk that rear naked in, I was just I was in disbelief. I was like, it can't happen right now. It cannot be this quickly. You know, this fight cannot be over this fast. But, you know, that's that's how it goes I in was the shocked. fight game. I mean, you know? I think Claudia's a clear number two right there at straw weight. I mean I, next to Ioana. Yeah, next to Ioana. I think Ioana is definitely the number one and Claudia's clear number two, but Man, I would have liked to see that fight go a little longer. I think Carolina, there's a lot more potential in her. I think that it would have been a lot better fight, you know, had it gone on just to maybe even to the second round. We would have seen a little bit more out of her. Uh, she tends to start kind of slow and, you know, works her way up. Uh, a, lot, a lot of those Muay Thai fighters with that background, people, you know, she's got a lot of Muay Thai fights in her, in her background. A lot of those guys start out a little slower. Um, but... You know, Claudia came out came out hard and showed that she's uh, she's she's the top dog right there at straw weight. You know, right behind Joanna, and I think it's a little early to uh, you know give her another title shot. Some people are saying that you know Carolina is saying Rose doesn't deserve the fight because you know she just beat Rose, but she was gifted a title shot and you know couldn't win it so uh that's kind of how it works you know you get the next in line and straw weight's really not that deep so you on to the next one you gotta do something and uh i don't think rose is really ready maybe for you know you want and jacek but uh i don't think anyone in that division is really ready for you want to i mean claudia put up some real good fights you know she did she's a She's a badass, and uh, you know you're you're getting up there when you can change your last name to Champion. Yeah. You want a champion. I think it's just easier for everyone to pronounce that than her last name. <laughs> but uh, she's she's a beast. Yeah, I mean, so you know, Claudia looked really good in this fight. Though this is definitely her one of her her best performances, and uh, you know, she's uh, maybe her versus Rose even might be the next fight to make, but I don't that know would be if a good one. I, that one hadn't popped in my mind. Yet. I don't know if you uh, and Jacek wants to wait though. So I think if you want to keep her active and keep her busy, you give her Rose. Uh, don't think it's, you know, I think it's maybe a little early in Rose's career for it. Uh, you know, this will be her second title fight actually, but uh, you know, I think Ioana and Jacek is a little, a little too dominant right now. It's her time. But I think Rose is still young, and I think she'll end up uh, maybe become the champion of that division one day. I think just not right at this moment. Yeah, she's only, what, 24, 25 years old, so she's got plenty of time to develop. Um, but, yeah, Joanna right now, I don't I don't see anybody touching her. That, that chick is a freak. I mean, she's just got hands from hell. <laughs> you know, there's nothing like you can, you know, I don't think anybody's on her level right now. 
Let's, um, let's see. On to the main event. Oh, my God. This Trumbull, fight. please. This fight was sick. This fight, everyone has been waiting for it for such a long time. And uh, it definitely it performed. It did not, uh, you know, it doesn't go without saying this fight was one of the best ones of the year, for sure. If, if not the most entertaining yeah. fight of the year. So far. So far. Definitely one of the best fights, for sure. Uh, you know, the very first round started off a little slow. Both of the guys a little tight, a little tense, trying to feel each other, see what uh, each other brings to the table. I definitely gave the first round to Jose. Jose definitely won the first round. Uh, he had a few good exchanges. You know, that that left hook to the right hand. Uh, through. Yeah, he had he had Holloway rocked in the first round. Yeah, a little yeah, that, bit. That was the first he backed round. him up a little bit, got him right. on the fence, you know, threw a knee, too. Uh, you know, had a couple good exchanges, definitely won the first round, controlled the pace. They were both, you could obviously tell, trying to, uh, kind of feel each other out and see what's going on get each other's timing and distance down. Uh, Max Holloway didn't really switch stances a whole lot in this fight either. You know, his last few fights, uh, I've been switching stances and, uh, you know, looking real good at Southpaw came out orthodox this, this whole fight for the most part, I think really the whole time actually. And, uh, pretty much dominated dominated that way you know kept it uh kept it real classic real simple you know simple jab jab crosses uh you know know, and and jose he was boxing with him yeah those those dudes were boxing it out you know max looked real good in the first he in the first he was losing you know trying trying to get he got caught a few times that's for sure the second he started to loosen up a little bit second round you know comes out jose aldo's uh, you know, I think he threw a few low kicks in the fight, not nearly enough. They I mean, none in the first round. Everyone, everyone was questioning why he wasn't throwing any low, low kicks. Uh, I know he threw maybe one or two. Really, I think the whole fight. Uh, one reason, which is so odd, so yeah, odd. One reason, you know, you'd assume. Uh, I mean, him not doing that against the wrestlers that he's fought in the past, but I think he he had even come out and said that he wanted to throw more low kicks against Holloway. Holloway being a striker and. Uh, you know, Jose feeling confident in his ground game. Yeah, Ma- Max Holloway is not shooting for takedowns too often. Yeah, Holloway's <laughs> that all... That dude looks at a stand and bang. Yeah, Holloway's all about, you know, trying to stand there and fight, make it a real entertaining, you know, brawl with you guys. But uh, he likes to, you know, both the guys kind of like to fight on the counter more. Uh, I was loving it at the end of the second there when Max started taunting him, doing the, the uh, Nate Diaz stuff, sticking his hands in the air and, and, and slapping uh, yeah. Aldo. Oh, I love it. I last, loved it. Last minute of the second round, Max started to definitely get into a little rhythm, you know, feel himself a little more and started doing the uh, the Diaz brothers and, and taunting him, stalked and slapping Jose Aldo and uh, definitely started to get a little loose, trying to get... I think trying to get Jose to commit a little, you know, into a little mid and uh, look for the counters, which Holloway's real strong at. Yeah, right there at the end of the second is where you could tell that Max really got got into his rhythm and got into his groove, and and like I said, he 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 turned it into a brawl. That's and that's his style fight. You know, he he loves to just throw down, like you know, at the end with Ricardo Lamos point, pointing at the ground, and those two dudes just going at it. So if you're if you're trying to brawl, that is definitely Max Holloway's territory, and he you know he brought that momentum with him over into the third round, and just you know that I mean I was so impressed with that dude. Just and like you said, the simplicity behind it, just a one two one two. Yeah. I- I actually thought that Jose Aldo won the first two rounds, and I thought Max Holloway had the momentum going into the third, and you know you saw the tide start to turn a little bit, but I thought Jose Aldo came came away those first two rounds um, 
Right away in the third, though, you see Max just staying in his face, bringing that pressure, putting you know, it on him, the keeping, whole time. keeping, you know, maintaining that that distance and that range, and uh, you know, working simple, simple shots, one two, one two, you know, coming in and out, working that range. And one thing I noticed in the very beginning of the fight too is that Jose Aldo is, you know, keeping his keeping his chin up very high every time that he would pivot off that foot. You know, Max Holloway would rush in and maybe, uh, you know, land one or two shots maybe on Jose, and Jose would pivot out. Try to circle out. Circle, yeah, circle to Max's left side, and, you know, he kept his chin real high many times. And I kept saying to myself and uh, to Connor that, you know, it's going to be another, you know, Anderson yeah. Silva versus Silva Chris moment. Chris Weidman moment if uh, something, you know, if he keeps, keeps doing this where he circles out and just gets clipped with that hook. But, uh, you know, it wasn't the hook that finished him. He got caught with a quick one-two, and then Holloway bounced back with another one-two right, you know, right away. And that final, and that that final second, two had the sauce on it. That <laughs> second right hand just hit him hard, clipped him hard, and Aldo dropped, and Holloway just, you know, took advantage of that and jumped all over him. And, and shouts to the champion that Jose Aldo is, because even when he was rocked on the ground like that, that man was still putting up a fight. I mean, just resilient, resilient to the ground and pound. I mean, he was not he was not giving it up to Holloway whatsoever. He Max Max worked for every single bit of that that win that he got for sure. Yeah, I think Aldo was maybe even a little upset at the stoppage, but I I totally agree with the stoppage is fine. Yeah, uh, he was just getting banged. You know, on. you can't you can't ball up at the end there and and get you know. 30 unanswered shots to your head when you're not moving and, and not do anything about it. It doesn't matter if you're saying, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. It's about what you're actually doing. But it know? was but it was impressive when Holloway rocked him and Aldo tried to, I mean, he tried everything he could to, you know, get back to his composure and get the, get the fight back to where it was at, where he needed to be at least. And, uh, you know, props to that. You know, he he's a warrior and he tried to fight through it. And that's the first time we've ever seen him, you know, minus the McGregor fight, of course, but an exposed in a fight where... You know, it was a real fight. You know, he he he's had really those moments in Chad yeah. Mendez. You know, the the second Chad Mendez fight was the first time we'd seen him. You know, dropped and exposed in that way, kind of. But really, to the point where you know he recovered real quick in that fight and was right back at it and right back in uh, Mendez's face. Holloway, you know, comes out in the third, kind of controls the pace and shows him that you know, oh, he's just getting warmed up. This fight's just getting started, and uh, I don't think Jose Aldo expected that, and I think. You know, Holloway knew how to work that range and work that distance and, uh, you know, was just able to finish him off. And his striking looked just absolutely beautiful in that third round. You know, he was able to work the body a little bit more, too, throughout the fight. Um, and, and, dude, Jose, to, to add on to Max Holloway, Jose Aldo looked fantastic. I mean, yeah, the dude did. looked in great shape, super jacked, was super fast. I yeah, mean, he his looked hands really were ready. flying. So, I mean, that just goes to show that, that, you know, Max Holloway is one bad motherfucker for sure. Dude, Holloway's a beast, and he's only twenty five. He's on a what young, eleven dude. fight win streak. Super young. You know, he's sitting up there with names like GSP, Anderson Silva, you know, John Jones for you know longest you know win streaks right now. I mean, this dude's this dude's got nowhere else to go but up. And you know, he's he's at the moment I think got most of the featherweight records. You know, as far as win streaks and performance bonuses and you know uh finishes and things of that nature i think he's he's got a lot of the records there at featherweight now um yeah and his only his only ufc loss is to mcgregor 
Right? No, no, no. no. He He's had a couple of losses. Does, in, yeah. in UFC, though, I'm saying. Yeah. In the UFC, does he? Oh, yeah, okay. he does. Okay, okay. Yeah, he lost wrong. to, what, Dustin Poirier, Dennis Bermudez. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Dustin Poirier was his first okay, loss. Okay, okay. Uh, that was actually, you know, I think he got that on short notice. He was like 20. Wow, he's been in the UFC 23, I think he was. Uh, 2012, sorry. I don't remember. He was real young. Maybe it was like even 21. I don't remember how old he was. But he was real young and uh, had his featherweight debut. You know, I remember that on late notice. Uh, against Dustin Poirier. Yeah, against Dustin Poirier wow. and ended up losing. But, you know, he's gotten he's only gotten better since those uh, since those fights for sure. You know, that Conor McGregor loss was the last one. And he looked and great since in that then, fight. he's gone on a tear. Uh, you know, what's what's next for him? I think probably Frankie Edgar uh makes most sense in my opinion i know frankie's had you know his share of title fights but uh he's also former lightweight champion who was dominant for a while uh you know fought guys way bigger than himself and uh he looked great in his last fight against yair yeah he's still fighting guys way bigger than himself and dominated yair and uh has really only stumbled at all against jose aldo and uh it's just one of those things where styles make fights and, you know, Aldo kind of had his number. And I think Holloway versus Frankie would be a super sick fight. Yeah, the only other one that you could, I can really think of, and, you know, this is, it's already happened before, is the Cub-Swanson fight, a rematch against Cub-Swanson. But yeah. I think Cub, he, and Cub might need one more fight in between there. I know Cub's um, calling for it. But, Cub wants hey, but it. But Cub is, you know, that that I think that would be a great rematch. I, I don't think that was Cub's best performance against uh, um, Holloway the first time, um, and I'd really like to see him see them bring that back. Yeah, Cub's uh, Cub comes to bring it. That's one thing that's really you know he's one of the most entertaining yeah, he's fighters. On four, four or five or four or five fight win streak. You know, so he's 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 definitely putting in work. So. Yeah. I'd be interested to see that. Maybe Edgar and Cub will go at it, and then they'll fight Holloway. See, I just feel like you can't give him a title shot when his last fight, though, was against, like, Arnold Lobov. And it really wasn't, <laughs> I mean... guy who's 50 you know, he, he br- Yeah, dude, he brought it and stuff, and it was a very entertaining fight. But, I mean, dude, that's not... You know, Frankie just took not on... top-level competition. Yeah, Frankie just took on y- Yair Rodriguez and Jose Aldo and, you know... Tom, is, top yeah, competition. Yair's a freak. That kid is nasty. young and stuff, and you know, I mean, I wouldn't put him as top three or top five in the featherweight division, but he's gonna be in the future, that's for sure. I mean, he's a, of time a big grow. step Plenty up compared to, to Artem, so you know, there's that. Yeah, I'd put my money on Yair over uh, Artem Lobov as well. I'm I'm really wondering where Aldo goes from here though, because he talked about how once he won this fight, he wanted to make his own calls, kind of wanted to go up to lightweight. I kind of hope he goes to the lightweight. I think there's better fights from there. Fights McGregor at lightweight. No, definitely. I mean, he'll never that you know that fight's done. It's never going to happen again. But especially now. But right. You know, it is what it is. That uh, I'm sure that's pretty you know shitty for him and disappointing. But I think you know if he goes up to lightweight, he doesn't have to struggle and you know continuing to make weight uh anymore and you know i think there's a lot of good matchups for him at lightweight too he's a big guy for the featherweight division i think you'd do uh just fine probably at lightweight yeah that weight cut for aldo especially well he's i i keep saying he's old he's not old he's only 30 but he's just been in the game for so long that it seems like he's older than he is but yeah that weight cut is uh it looked in the embedded yeah. at least it looks like it's it's, it's the weight cutting the, dude, the so. weight cutting will take its toll on you you know, sometimes more than, more, than more than some of the fights themselves. I'm sure that's – and a lot of his career, you know, he dominated some of these fights, uh, you know, especially early in his career, and he was really aggressive. And, uh, shit, the weight cutting probably 
took more out of his you know health than the fights themselves did right right yeah so maybe he'll go up to lightweight and and uh save himself a little little heartache between there a little pain in the ass to cut all that weight yeah, but we'll it see. sucks to see him lose man because he he was a great champion yeah you know? he looked real good i mean he looked really good in that fight too that's the one thing but i i was glad that the fight went the way it did just because it's it's a fresh breath of air in the featherweight division almost you know now we've got Re- new matchups we've really got, switches shit up yeah i mean jose dominated for so many for so many years and it was just one of those things where you know shit okay jose Aldo is gonna fight him and uh jose is probably gonna win and it's it's probably gonna <laughs> go five rounds and you know he's just gonna leg kick him and pick him apart and it's gonna be that kind of fight and which is you know nothing wrong with jose aldo's you know ufc career or anything but early in his career he was a lot more aggressive and a lot more entertaining uh you know later in his career as of late he's uh i mean he only defends you know like once maybe twice a year and you know it's it's always nice to have active champions you know when you've got champions fighting three times a year kind of thing you you get to constantly see them they're constantly in the spotlight the sports is one of those sports where you as know, soon as you leave, you're you're on the next. Of. Yeah, man, the, the next fight. It's it's always you know Max wins. Who's the next fight? You know, it's uh, it's always about the next thing, and uh, you know people are forgotten pretty quickly. You forget the last events once a new one comes along. So that's one of those things. Uh, we'll see what happens, but I'm glad uh, glad Holloway won because it it opens up a lot of opportunities for the featherweight division. Yeah, I'm glad Holloway got the W. He's he like I said, he just same as Yancey. He's a looks like a really cool Hawaiian dude. With the Aloha spirit, so it's nice to see guys like that, uh, and and a young guy with young kids. So he's he's going to be putting, you know, yeah, good giving, for him, good for him, giving giving his kids a better life. He deserves and, uh, a big payday, right? Yeah, let's see that guy make some millions next fight, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Well, uh, good for him. I think that uh, just about wraps up episode two of Fight University. Uh, I'm Ryan, and I'm Connor, and we're out.